1: And welcome to the Terra Scottish Football Podcast, uh, to what is possibly going to be the least listened to podcast we've ever done, I would expect. Uh, My name is Duncan Mackay and I am joined by Tom
0: Watt. The least listened to for the moment. We may well break (laughs) this record yet. Hello. Yes. um, I would love to say I'm thrilled to be here, but um, thrilled to be here, just not thrilled to have to talk about this again.
1: Yes, so we are talking about the game that took place this afternoon at Hampden Park. The first time that Hampden ever ho- has hosted a major international tournament game, which I think is something which is actually quite remarkable given the history of Hampden. But uh, it saw a um, a typically Scottish performance in which we built ourselves up and then we were beaten 2-0 by, by a ordinary Czech Republic team I think that would be a fair way of putting it
0: yeah um, I think they weren't they weren't great I think what one of many frustrations and we will come on to lots of them is anyone who has watched the Czech Republic play at any point and watched their manager or listened to what to anyone talk about what they do knows how the Czech Republic play how they set up what the individual players do and how they fit into the system and we didn't really seem to have given that any huge amount of thought.
1: Yeah, well, I think we'll, we'll, we should probably go back Go back to the start um, and we'll try and work our way through the afternoon. Um, great, great build-up, I have to say. Props to the BBC for a really... Good build up there, uh, forty five minutes before the game, including our pals at Studio Something, uh, the video they did with with Biffy. Um, there was a really nice interview with between Ellie Barber and Andrew Robertson stuff like that. Like it just, it did have such a big match feel, and like the the sound, the atmosphere at Hamden sounded amazing for what it turned out to be. The announced attendance was nine thousand something or other, um, you know, uh which is. Yeah, slightly disappointing, I suppose, if you did, didn't get tickets uh, for those games. Um, and Hamden looked looked and sounded pretty amazing. And then, it, uh, yeah, we uh, the the game itself, I just found so. T- I think we got a little bit of our uh, the wind taken out of our sails when we saw that Kieran Tierney wasn't going to be playing. Um, I get the Czech Republic side. Let's be honest. I've, yeah, it was kind of what we expected. But uh, you know, how how were you feeling when you saw that, uh, that that we were going to be starting with just with just Linden Dykes up front and without Kieran Tierney? The, the,
0: the Dykes up front on his own didn't worry me quite so much because there's there's at least a school of thought that playing Dykes with Christie and either Armstrong or McGinley thought would be. Would be quite close in behind is every bit as attacking as playing. I don't know, like two up front. And yeah, yeah. and Gilmore and and Adams. Yeah, I mean, you, you've you've got at least two players like Christie doesn't defend he's, he's that, that's not he's there for. Um, that didn't worry me. Tierney not being there is such a is such a blow. I mean, it, it's the one. That there isn't another team in, in world football that plays <laughs> that, that has worked up playing the way that Scotland have. With the sort of, I mean, I, I, the key interior, to do role for Scotland, where we've got a, an overlapping centre back and an attacking full back, and they're the two best players on the team. Um, that that was a worry, that was a concern, I think. And I think, although we we kind of we had maybe eight minutes of momentum at the start of the game. Um, and I think there's been lots of, there's been lots of opinions as there always are when Scotland don't don't win about like how we might've started. I don't think the, I don't think the way that we started and the, the, the 11 that we put out, there was a huge amount of complaints at the, at the start. I certainly didn't have any huge complaints with, with the team that we put out at the start. Um I mean, my my complaints were more that we we weren't able to change it, and the changes that we did make seemed to be a bit haphazard and and not really f- pinpointing what we needed to do from it. But I mean, the, the I think the the one there there were two periods. There was a maybe like a eight or nine minute period at the start of the first half, and about the same from about fifty minutes um, when we looked we looked fairly decent, but there was just too many it, 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 for, for me it was wasn't so much that there was any huge mistakes or any one player had a particularly bad game but just as like you know tiny tiny 1% 2% differences here or there add up to being quite a lot bigger than the 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 the, the sum of their parts too many people were off the boil too many people didn't have a great game too many chances were missed too many people just weren't were were a little bit off and at those 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 tiny little increments added up to actually you know being quite a long way behind the Czech Republic.
1: Yeah, I, I mean I, th- I I would comp- I would agree with that assessment. I, f- I found the uh the first half especially some of the tensest uh I've I've ever felt watching football. I don't like I'm not, I'm not sure what it what was it just because it was such a big deal for Scotland and yes, I know I am the person that um that Several months ago, had suggested that we shouldn't even bother qualifying. Uh, you know I, that w- that was a terrible opinion at the time, and I'm glad I, I've uh, been bullied for it. Uh, <laughs> but um, I just found the whole, yeah, the whole thing tense, and I, and I f- I found that. Uh, the performance was slightly tense as well. If that makes sense, like I'm, like I'm not saying that it translated from my living room in Dunbar onto the, onto the players on the pitch, but they they were just not as fluid as they needed to be. I think to win a game in a major championship, if that makes sense, and obviously I think there's a there's a huge amount of um, which is which is inevitable. It always happens in international football, but there is there is a lot of. Um, sco- uh, Scoreboard analysis about the about this game because I don't think so, like this was not one of the most awful Scotland performances. Like I've seen, like you know, like they've performed a lot a lot worse, uh, you know, at major tournaments uh, and in non-made uh, and in not in major tournaments over the years. Like it, this wasn't a terrible for- performance. What what it was was an uh, it was an off-key performance, and you the problem is you can't have those in an international tournament. You can't have them in in a, in a tournament that that. At best, uh, you know, you could have three games to play, and you can't, you can't afford that. And I think that, you know, the the Kieran Tierney stuff kind of played into it. Um, and you know, I think I think that most people would say that that Steve Clark is someone who potentially overthinks his selections, and I, I you know, better than someone who doesn't think uh, would be my analysis of that. But yeah, like I think that the the defense, especially, I think just looked a little unsettled. You saw that um you know even in the even in the first half where they weren't clearing their lines effectively as they should have been. And you know, and that's those are small aspects, but if you're not if you if you are kind of just fanning about with the ball sometimes or being a bit over elaborate or even just uh the angle being slightly off on the the back pass you're giving back to the goalkeeper or whatever, it slows everything down. And and I think that the, the uh, one of the good things about Tierney and Robertson on that on that left hand side is that the, neither of them are afraid to to bring the ball out. I, you couldn't. Necessarily, you don't necessarily trust the, the the team that started today to do that.
0: Although there was a, a, one blinding turn of pace from Grant Hanley, which I didn't know he had. To get, to get, <laughs> yeah, back, yeah. get back and cover. No, I, I I think that's absolutely right. I mean, I, I actually think there were two, and this is slightly. This is is slightly after the fact, but it not but not hugely. I think we could have pointed to the one the one point that we have made previously. Um, yes, Scotland badly missed uh, Kieran Tierney, but the other player that I think they sorely missed was Ryan Jack or a Ryan Jack shaped player, because I think Stuart Armstrong is at his best when he's driving forward. Um, Scott McCombie has played in defence for Scotland, but he's been at his best for Manchester United when he's been driving forward, and and McGinn's been at his best for Scotland in support of the the, the in support of the attack. And I think, especially as we had a defence that hadn't played together, that were a little bit more. Um, it, it's effectively we've effectively got three no nonsense defenders. There's not a huge amount of football in that defence, and I don't think I'm being unkind to that having somebody to protect it. Especially when Scotland were were getting forward, um, we, I mean, it, when Scotland were breaking, we were putting seven bodies forward at one at one time. So there were a couple of times even before they scored when we were losing the ball. They they only had uh, um, one man nominally up front, but but when they were breaking against us, it, we were a little overrun in midfield on the counter. So I think those are the two areas that maybe we need to, that maybe we could have been a bit smarter with, in, in, in from from the get go, Tierney. There's not an awful lot we can do. We've, I think we we put out a, a defence as best we could, but somebody anchoring that midfield, and I don't think it's playing to the strengths of the three players that we we, we have in that. If you're going to go with, um, if you're going to go with the, the, those those three, then I think you one of them needs to be anchored there and his job is just to sweep up and 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 sit um but i think the other thing that was a bit of a there were too many people that that were nervous or just not quite on the on their game i think stephen o'donnell has been been good for scotland uh, and we know his limitations and he he, the the right we saw i think
1: we definitely saw them today
0: yeah, we definitely saw him today, and both in both in nerves when he just couldn't take a touch, and he knocked the ball out for a throw in early on, and um, he got in Ryan Christie's way trying to do, trying on the overlap, but also tactically and just a little outclassed. And you know that's not necessarily a reflection of him. It's an international level; it, 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 it's a game up. But also there were definitely nerves, and I think there were just too many. Um, the other big disappointment for me was that, and like you say, we we were not terrible. We did create chances. We should have scored. We had enough chances. We had, we probably had more like clean-cut chances. I know people have made an awful lot over the fact that expected goals suggested Scotland should have won the game. But I think the point on that is Scotland did create chances and were, I wouldn't necessarily say wasteful, but you need to take those chances when you get them and and a, and a good goalkeeping display as well i think the the, the, the um uh and the the check keeper the check keep, uh, keeper had a very good game um but i think the diff, the the problem for me uh, was especially at half time when we were a goal down and o'donnell hadn't had a particularly good game i don't think armstrong had had a particularly good game i don't think that defence were was working um, I thought Christie had had a decent-ish couple of flourishes, but he was in and out of it, and I don't think it was the right game for him. You could have made any of those substitutions, and we needed to change the momentum of the game and let, you know left that too, too late, and when they ultimately did make substitutions, it didn't. It, it looked awfully like throwing on attacking bodies and hoping for the best rather than, we know what they're going to do. They're now going to try and counter us. Yeah, and and I think that
1: we we had two. I mean, I can't, yeah, we had we there weren't sitters like, I, I, the, but there were there was good chances. It was the one uh, after seventeen minutes with Lyndon Dykes that uh, we flashed at the near post, and then just before, uh, you know, yeah, and then in the after the thirty-one minutes, the ball falls Andy Robertson, and I know it's from distance, but you've got to be he's got to be doing more than with, with that chance, and. And then, uh, and then the Czech Republic score with uh, a you know a good header. Uh, I'll get, we've got to we've got to give Shuk, uh plaudits for that. But to me, an avoidable goal because they were using the same corner technique almost three corners in a row, and we still hadn't caught on to it. Onto it.
0: Yeah, uh, and we need to be able, uh, not not just the corners, but like losing losing second balls from corners and not not getting out to close down quick enough. Uh, I mean, I think Darren Fletcher made a good point in the in the analysis that if you're man marking, you do sometimes. And, and Stephen O'Donnell gets caught in, in two minds as to whether he should stick with his man or go out and close them uh, close down the cross. But nobody getting out to to close down that. Cross. And it, you know, it's a really good header, but. Those, it, it was those kind of fine margins where you might get away with it against lesser sides or you might get away with it at club level, um, but you're not going to get away. With it. And there were too many of those fine margins uh, in attack and in defence.
1: Yeah, I mean, one one of the big conclusions I took away from that game is that I was <laughs> So this might sound odd, but I I think there's more chance of England thrashing the Czech Republic than there is of England thrashing Scotland. He says touching wood very heavily, <laughs> and uh, I, I had a Friday. No, but like I, I think that 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 was not a particularly good Czech Republic team, but they got their noses in front and then and then knew how to play. It. I mean, we again, you know, the, the even you could just tell that it just if things just didn't go Scotland's way. In in like you, and know, what you can only hope is a learning curve as opposed to a talent deficiency. But you know that like just just you saw the difference that even the, the halftime the, the the substitution of of uh, Chi Adams made. You know, like just suddenly had Scotland were attacking with a bit more purpose, uh, and and you saw that like admit <laughs> like you know, Jack Hendry having a shot that, that hits the crossbar and stuff like that. There, there seemed to be a. Uh, a sense that Scotland felt they could score and then the, the problem was that then the Czech Republic score and it, it really did, did, did feel like it just fell apart from that point it didn't it didn't feel at that stage that Scotland thought you know there was the idea that they could you know if we get one goal back we could maybe get into it but I didn't sense from that from that point on there was belief that we could still win or draw this game
0: I think there. I think there are a couple of things there. I think one of them. I think we. The, the credit I would give the Czech Republic is when they got their second goal, they killed the game, and they were they were pretty solid defensively. They didn't need to be adventurous, and that's kind of what they've made their reputation on. Um, and,
1: and now they've set themselves up to the potential to qualify from the group because they've got this one win.
0: Yeah, you start the you start the uh, you start the qualifier group with a win and, and you're probably only looking for another point. I mean, you might even qualify with that one win. So, you know, I think credit to them there. The other thing is while I'm not making excuses for too many players not being on their game, or I think Steve Clark making some, some tactical mistakes and, and, and substitutions maybe that didn't quite pay off. It didn't, didn't make sense to me. It, it, it was international football such such fine margins czech republic score fair enough um, and we have to the, say the score- it is an
1: unbelievable goal <laughs> the, the like yeah, exactly
0: it, yeah. it, it's a it, it's an unbelievable goal it's, a, it's you know it's one in a hundred unbelievably good goal yes there were mistakes in it yes you know david marshall's a long way out out from it you, you know yes the maybe somebody should have been Across and covering a little bit better than they were, but it is an unbelievably good goal. It's not like it starts well outside the post and curls round into the corner. It, it it's an unbelievably well taken goal, but at the same time, Scotland had their chances. They'd hit the uh, they'd hit the bar. They'd have the one that had come off um the, the Czech defender and looped up over the goalie. Very fine margins there. You know, he
1: Dykes has a chance. Uh, you know, like the straight the keeper. Chance. Yeah.
0: There were there were chances, even late on, like James Forrest trying to square it across the, the square across the box rather than shooting when, when he uh, when he probably should have. That we we did create chances and on another and this is not an excuse, but on another day would have at least made that more competitive, were it not for switching off in one uh, like we switched off, we Conceded an absolute worldy. There were no like massively contentious refereeing decisions, but there was a lot of both fussiness and letting things go. I think that, that it was. It was. Yeah. It not. was.
1: There was a lot of things that in a normal. Uh, I think John McGinn is a prime example. John McGinn wins so many fouls at international level because he uh, anticipates contact and and goes down and usually gets those free kicks. There was a lot of. Yeah, he was. Like, he was a. Uh, he was letting a lot of things go, but at the same time, then was was choosing the various points to be quite uh, pernickety, which seemed a bit uh, like it was. I mean, again, we can have no real complaints because he he was you the same for both sides. But um, you know, we that is just that is another facet of the game that, that Scotland need to get more mature at and adapt to. And I think that's yeah. what one of the things that I take as a is a. A better thing from from how we're feeling, about it, is that we're feeling disappointed and there's an element I don't know. I didn't. I I kind of uh, I went and walked the dog at four o'clock because I was like I'm not like I don't like I didn't like, didn't necessarily think it would it would do uh, my well being the best if it just sat there doom scrolling uh, and but the the kind of the aside from Graham Spears a spectacularly wild uh, hot take that this was like the Argentina '78 when it just wasn't. Um, this there doesn't like people seem annoyed, which is good. Like there's not a there's like we should have done better, we can do better, as opposed to this fatalistic. Oh well, it was just nice to be there. It was good. It was a good laugh. Like you know, like I think that's a that's a good sign, and I think it's a sign of progression and the, dare say maturity in around in, in Scottish football fans. And obviously, uh, it doesn't help that your next game is then against the seeds, but the top seeds, but. And and I know that there's going to be a preview show of that later on this week, so we'll we'll not try and spoil too much of that. But that you know that the the fact that 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 we weren't to our bare bones, yes, we lost here, Nate. But that there is different things we can do is good. It's also can be problematic in terms of you you allow loads of people to think that actually the difference would have been you know starting Billy Gilmore or what, what have you and there, there, there's always going to be a lot of what ifs but I think that um, yeah it's a difficult like I think I don't think did Steve can't get it 100% right absolutely not um, but is there any guarantee that had he done anything else that the the outcome would be the same again very difficult to say
0: yeah I, I think that I think both of those points are absolutely fair I think had I I think like like we've touched on too many players just weren't quite at the races, weren't quite able to do. And there were these very fine margins and yes, there is a feeling of being, of being let down. And I would assume the players feel a little bit like they maybe just didn't give the best account of themselves. Too many players who have had very good seasons with with a couple of exceptions. I think uh, that, you know, there, there were a couple of players. I think Robertson in the first half in particular was, was, much more like the Liverpool, Andy Robertson in particular. Um, depending on how, I think David Marshall largely had a very good game other than maybe being a little far out from his goal when, when he gets lobbed. But I, even that, that would give him a pass on. Uh, there, there were too many players that weren't quite at the races. Having said that, I don't think this is a write-off. If, this was a, if, if, that, if I had been in charge of that in Football Manager, mm-hmm. I would definitely be loading it and trying again because <laughs> it's not out with I would absolutely be like sulking about it, reloading it and and going with not a drastically different um not a drastically different look at it so I don't think it's a write off completely I think we we just need to use it and learn from it and and there are tweaks to it rather than wholesale changes and if we if we can make some tweaks to it like you most of the personnel that started are going to start again against England. So, you know, we're, we're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but we need more from the players who got us here.
1: Yeah, and, I, and I, yeah, I think that I, I totally agree with that. And again, also, there's I I, I think that there was a, a, not an unrealism, that's maybe not fair, because I think that we're entitled to think that we should do well in this group like that we should qualify from it like you know i think that's not but again they're all that that we should also taint that with an element of realism that this is uh you know we do have one of the youngest squads we have some of the, the most the one the one of the most ex- inexperienced squads um yes we do have s- some players that are that are playing at um you know at, at manchester united and liverpool and stuff and those are all those are all good things same time you know um yeah, we had we started with one Celtic player, really. Well, two if you count players on loan that are about to be sold. But you know, like you know, that uh, and and no Rangers players, and obviously yeah, the there's, there's circumstances around that and stuff like that. But like that s- still points to things not being pe- they're not saying that, that 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 we this is like a golden generation that have one chance to make their shot. If you know what I mean. I think we we are we've just got to accept that actually some of this is is going to be. Like you, know, uh, foundation, yeah, slow building of the foundations that that we make sure that actually qualifying becomes a regular thing, not this once in a generation event. That then we, you. Know, project all our hopes fears and and everything else onto which you know i think i don't you know i don't know would it, would do you think it would have been uh better if we were not playing at hamden like for example or what what have you like again there's no point th- that is also i've asked that question and i'm about to say it's pretty pointless because that you know this is the, the <laughs> this is the hand we've been dealt but it, it you know th- there seems to be a lot of things that people might think uh are solely good but actually
0: are maybe not i know what you mean um i mean I, I think for anyone that was there and for anyone that's gone through the last year 18 months being able to get out and and see a game at, at hand must have meant a lot even though and it, you know not patronizing anyone by saying must have meant a lot regardless of the result but there is maybe a bit of added expectation because of that maybe we were a little bit more attacking because of that maybe had we played I, if we were playing in Bucharest and it and it felt a little bit more like a a, a slightly more hostile environment or a certainly less less positive environment we, we would have been a little bit more conservative possibly um, but I, I think you're I think the point about this not yet being a golden generation is absolutely valid. And I think we've got a lot of very good players. We've got a lot of players playing in some of the best teams in the world. We've also got a lot of players who are playing with the greatest respect to, you know, QPR, Motherwell, Norwich, etc., who are not necessarily playing for spectacular teams, uh, but they're the best that we've got at the moment for one reason or another. Um We're gonna need. We're gonna be have. We're gonna have to be more cohesive, and we're gonna have to accept that sometimes we're gonna be outclassed in certain areas. We're gonna need more from. We're gonna need a little bit, um, a little bit more from these things. So I think that there are two things: one that's within our control, and one that that isn't. We we lost against Czech public because too many people didn't turn up. And didn't just, we needed we needed more than some six and sevens out of 10. We needed everyone to be sort of eights for, for this to work properly. And nobody was remotely stand out. There were some okay-ish performances, but nobody stood out. And the second one, we just need a bit of luck. And we didn't really get that either. Um, I, I think it's probably 70, 30, because you can't really, we should have done better with some of our chances and you do make your own luck in it. But... I think there is. It, it should be a warning sign to some extent to get everybody focused on the England game and the Croatia game. We're not. We're not out of it. You know, we're not out of it by any stretch. It, it, if we, if we put, can do a little bit more like we have shown in the, the friendly against the Dutch or in some of the in the qualifiers, then you know what, what we saw of England and what we saw of Croatia. They weren't. There to be completely feared, but you know we just need to up our game a bit.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's probably a a pretty good place to to finish up on on the Scotland game. Uh, I suppose we should just mention the, the fact that uh, being at a European tour, being at a tour- major tournaments, quite nice though. Like I th- like that being part of it, being known that you're uh, you know that your day is coming up the next day, or that you know that there's there's other games on and stuff like that. Like it. it, it, it I certainly feel more involved in this tournament than than any have for for quite a while. Maybe that's maybe that's um pandemic related, but also maybe Scotland related as well. But like it is it is nice to know that we're 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 part of the a cog in this, I suppose.
0: Um it, it i'm coming round to that again
1: <laughs> <There> was, <laughs> maybe uh, not maybe not I, a quarter past four or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: yeah i i, I think i i've spent the best part of you know many many months looking forward to it then spent an hour feeling like super excited just like couldn't concentrate on anything else two hours of hating it like being nervous and tense and not enjoying anyone, uh, uh, any part of it. I've spent the last three or four hours gradually coming around to it, but largely thinking it was quite nice when it was just a festival of football and I could watch, I don't know, like Belgium against Slovakia and just enjoy it for what it is in the sort of casual spectator, half and a half scarf way. But um, no, coming around to it give, it, give it by Wednesday and I'll be absolutely fired up and we're going to uh, win. Yeah. Buzzing again,
1: buzzing again for Friday. Yeah, I, I suppose that's all we can say is that we like a uh, cliche, but we we have to go again. Um, I don't, I can't remember exactly who will be here on Thursday with a, a review, a preview of that game, and then I think on Saturday morning, me and Fowler are doing a review of the Scotland game. So. um I mean, I'm expecting him to be useless uh, if he's if he's drinking, <laughs> and I, I I'm not very perceptive at the best of times, so, and I am drinking during the game as well, so we'll we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, hope everyone is enjoying the the football um, aside from this afternoon, um, and yeah, we'll hope to hope to all see you soon.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.